Hi everyone, it's Sandy Cruz from Sandy K Nutrition, health and lifestyle queen. And I'm here to show you that balanced living works. This is especially for all you ladies over 40. We will cover a range of exciting topics with many special guests and I really look forward to this season. Bye for now. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 23 of Sandy K Nutrition Health and Lifestyle Queen. Today I'm going to talk all about teen nutrients. I also have a blog coming out in Vista magazine in the fall. I think it's September. And it is a blog post that will be talking about back to school and how to help keep those teens of ours healthy. So look out for that in Vista magazine. I'm also going to be posting that blog on my website, sandyknutrition.ca or .com. And it's going to really align with this podcast. I feel there's a lot of parents out there who are worried about their kids going back to school, who are stressed about it. And really, the best thing we can do as parents is support them in how they eat, in what supplements they may or may not take. You know, that's up to you as a parent. But really, nothing can replace a good diet exercise, sunshine, all those things, and hydration. So all those things always come first. And remember, parents, protein is a really important element to your child's diet. And this goes for small kids. I'm really speaking more to teenagers because that's really my demographic. Most of the people that listen to this podcast are 40 and up and 50 even and have teens and have kids that are even away at school. So that's really what I'm going to speak to. But protein is so important, people, and eating it, eating protein. So I have one kid who loves noodles and white rice. And my question is, oh, you know, my kid will say, oh, I made noodles today. I made my own lunch. I'm like, okay, what protein did you add to that? (laughs) Because Kids, teens, adults, women over 40, we all need some protein with every meal. Protein is responsible to help with the growth and repair of your muscles. It helps produce hormones. It does so much in the body. So I'm going to start off this podcast by saying nothing will replace a good, solid, balanced diet. However, we all know our teens And we all know that sometimes that just doesn't happen. Plus, when you don't eat organic, when you eat junk food, which they often do, you're not going to get the nutrients that you need from that food, which is why I am going to talk about some few, a few key supplements. Now, before I get into the meat of this podcast, I'm going to make a couple of announcements. Number one, I'm going to thank you all for all your support, and I am almost at 1,500 downloads since February, which is amazing. The majority of my listeners are in the U.S., second is Canada, and then I've got people, little sprinkles from all over the place, and I thank you so much for your support, and what would be even better is if you can 
rate, review, and write a few great little comments for me because that's just going to help my podcast get to be seen even more. So please do that. If you have any questions about how to do that, feel free to send me a message. Sandy at sandyknutrition.ca. So in a month's time, our kids are going to be back to school. I think in the U.S. there's quite a few who already are back to school. In two days, our individual school boards are going to announce the back-to-school plan. Now, you know, I'm not sure what this is going to look like. I have a feeling I know what it's going to look like. But for our kids, it's really important to set them up for success. Help them go back to school healthy. So that's what this podcast is about. And if you want to read my blog, go to my website, sandyknutrition.ca or .com, because that's going to be coming up in the next, I'd say, week or two as well. And then in the fall, in September, you're going to have that article as well in Vista Magazine. So the number one thing I am going to talk about is fear. I know this is not a nutraceutical, but parents, I have heard from other parents this disabling fear of allowing your kids to go back to school. Of course, there's going to be some apprehension. There's going to be a little bit of uneasiness. But parents, remember one thing, and this is so critical. Fear disables your immune health. When you are really terrified to let your kids go for a bike ride with their friends in the summer, or to let them go and see a couple of good friends that you know are within your bubble, that fear is going to transfer to your child. And your child, you know, If you think that they are oblivious to fear, think again. Think about where anxiety comes from in kids. So fear, and I'm talking about chronic fear, it increases cortisol. Cortisol is a hormone that is produced in your adrenal glands. And when that cortisol stays high for a long period of time, it actually lowers the number of lymphocytes you have. Lymphocytes are your white blood cells, okay? This is where all your fighter cells, your T cells, and all your fighter cells are there. So that is the exact mechanism of how fear disables the immune system. So, Coping mechanisms are critical, both for parents and for their teens. Because if you've got this consistent paralyzed fear, you got to figure out how to get over it. You do. And you have to teach your kids on how to get over it. Because, okay, we all have moments of fear. We all have moments of stress. It's a very normal thing. But when it stays elevated, that's when it's a problem. So we need to teach our children about breath and the importance of breath. 
I'm going to sidetrack a little bit here. I was at my hairdresser yesterday and I was getting my highlights done. And this process for me, highlights in a cut, is usually about two and a half hours. Um, and I had my head down facing frontwards, if that makes sense. I'm not sure if you can picture that. With a mask on and my hair kind of covering the top of the mask. So that day when I got home, I had the most debilitating headache. Why? Because I sat in that position for a long period of time without breathing properly, okay? It's a fact, you know, we all have to wear masks now, but it is a fact that the masks do inhibit oxygen. It's just a fact. Can't argue that. So I had a debilitating headache and it was for the entire day after and night. So the importance of breath. Do not underestimate how important that is. I've heard some rumors about the back to school plan. And yes, while kids are going to have to wear masks, they are going to, the government recognizes this, they are going to take breathing breaks without masks. And I think this is critical. So teaching your children how to breathe deeply is really important for helping them lower that stress and cortisol effect and fear. Meditation and mindfulness, that's something I do regularly. There are apps actually, mindfulness apps that can help your child. Meditation, I know my kids, they're not there. I don't think that they really have that ability to meditate for 10 minutes or 15 minutes or even five minutes, but they can definitely benefit from breathing and mindfulness. So teach your kids how to do this. My actual blog post talks about this and gives a few tips on how to do this. Now, the other thing is sitting with or being okay with feelings and then letting them go is also really important. Not hiding them, stifling them with drinking and drugs. I actually had a conversation with one of my good friends yesterday about this. We were talking about how important it is to sit with your feelings. Okay, maybe not sit with it, but feel your feelings. Do whatever you need to, whether it's journal, whether it's go for a jog and exercise, whatever it is that helps you be okay with those feelings and then release them and let them go, that's also really important. So help your child, your teen, deal with this because what often happens, that's with adults too, by the way, is drinking, drugs, that's a way to numb them as opposed to dealing with them, feeling your feelings, and then moving on. So I had to talk about that before I got into the actual nutrients because I feel like those things are so important. So the first nutrient I'm going to talk about is directly tied to sleep, and that is melatonin. We all know how important sleep is for the immune system. So if your teen is up 
on their phone till three in the morning, parents, you may have to train them in this area. In my home, we have what we call an electronics docking station, which is on the main floor. Now my son, who's 19 and has already lived away from home for a year, I don't make him do any of that because he is an adult and he's 19. However, my other teenager still does this and I feel it's very important to teach them good habits, really good habits. And that is your sleep is critical. Having an electronic device in your room and being on it at all hours of the night, mm -mm -mm. that's really horrible for your immune health, for your sleep hygiene. So until your child really is old enough to monitor this themselves, my suggestion is have a docking station for their electronics. Another suggestion, if you see that your teen is having trouble sleeping, is melatonin. Now, melatonin is, remember, a hormone. So it is produced naturally, but what happens often is we have overstimulation from the electronics, from blue light, from TV even, and that actually can really mess with our circadian rhythms. So I always say to clients, there is nothing wrong with a very small amount of melatonin at night. And when I say small amount, I'm saying under one milligram. I know that you can buy melatonin in huge doses, like of up to like 15 or more milligrams. I personally do not support that. I feel if you're at a point where you're taking 15 milligrams of melatonin, there's something else going on and you need to really take a look at that. So for my teens, they take 0.25 milligrams, like a quarter. And what that does is it just simply turns that wheel off or lowers it from spinning, you know, right before bed where you just start thinking about everything. I take melatonin pretty much daily as well and a small, small dose. When you take about a quarter to a half of a milligram, it just does that. And remember, it's not going to help you sleep through the night. All it does is help you get to bed at a reasonable time. Next nutrient I'm gonna talk about is vitamin D. And I'm talking about vitamin D3 with K2. D3 is a very important nutraceutical because in the United States, some studies actually say that about 50% of Americans are low in vitamin D. I say to every one of my clients, get your vitamin D levels checked. Get them checked. It's so important to get these vitamin D levels checked. I say it like I sound like a broken record, but people, it is critical and more and more evidence is coming out about the importance of vitamin D in even helping you fight COVID. Yes, I said the C word. However, I will say it that it is important. Get it checked. Your medical doctor, your conventional doctor can do blood work. In Canada, it costs you, I think, $35 or at least in Ontario it does. $35 
I get mine checked once or twice a year religiously because another factor is you need to know how much to take. The recommended daily allowance, sorry people, that's, we're not all the same. And to me, these RDA allowances are like, we're talking the bare, 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 bare minimum. If you can, get out in the sun, early morning sun, 15 minutes every day is going to help you produce that vitamin D that you really badly need. We all need it. So if you're in my area, I live in Toronto. Right now, ideal. Go outside every morning. Even if you have sensitive skin, you go outside and then the second that you see that your skin is changing color, that means, guess what? Your body has stopped producing vitamin D. We're so smart. I've said this once before. Our bodies are brilliant. And our bodies are telling us, okay, you know what? You've had enough vitamin D today. So you can go inside. 15 minutes early morning sun. And when I say early morning, I'm talking about like 8 in the morning. As soon as you start to hit, I think around 10, 1030, the sun gets stronger. And if you have very sensitive skin, you can burn. So get your vitamin D naturally, firstly. And then when you can't get it naturally, supplement. I personally supplement even in the summer. I supplement with 4,000 IUs, even in the summer. And I do this because I know my genetics and I know that I carry some SNPs that make vitamin D difficult for me to absorb. So I, I had this checked because at one point I was like, okay, I'm taking vitamin D, I'm out in the sun, and yet I'm still on the low end of normal. What's going on? Then I found out that I carry these SNPs. Really important, people. Go and have your vitamin D levels checked. And with your teen, I don't know how many find it really possible to have your teen's blood work done. I know mine hate blood work, but you can go with the recommended daily allowance and also make sure your teen spends at least 15 minutes a day every day out in the natural morning sunlight. So this is where I am going to end part one of teen nutrients. Next week, I'm going to talk about the additional nutrients for your teen. I didn't want to put it all in one episode because there's a lot to unpack. Oh, and one more thing I almost forgot about. Oh my gosh, with vitamin D. I can't forget about this. Buy two different types. If you take as much as I do personally, because I have to, if you take, say, 4,000 IUs, you're going to want to get one vitamin D3 that has D3 with K2, and K2 helps that vitamin D to get in the right places. That means into your bones, okay? You need to make sure of that because if you take a larger amount of vitamin D and you don't take it with K, so D3 with K2, you can develop kidney stones, because it's just floating around in your body, not getting to where it needs to get to. I personally take 1,000 to 
maybe 2000, I use a vitamin D3 with K2. So the K2 is about 150 milligrams, something like that, and then about 1000 I use, and then I take just D3 drops. So that way, I'm getting everything I need. Very important. And the other thing I'm going to say to close this episode off is, and I'm not insulting health coaches here. I'm not insulting medical doctors here. Please don't think I am. But work with practitioners who understand therapeutic grade nutraceuticals or supplements. Be careful because supplements can be very potent. So the practitioners that you'll want to work with for therapeutic grade supplements and who are trained in this are naturopath doctors and registered holistic nutritionists. So I'm going to close off that this uh, part one episode and I welcome you to send me any feedback or if you have any questions, sandy at sandyknutrition.ca. Have a great week and we'll talk next week. Bye for now. Join me next week where I cover off more exciting topics. I hope to continue to engage you and excite you and show you that living in your 40s, 50s and beyond can be exciting, balanced and healthful. Bye for now.